Welcome to How I Work, a show about the tactics used by the world's most successful people to get so much out of their day. I'm your host, Dr. Amantha Imber. I'm an organizational psychologist, the founder of behavioral science consultancy Inventium, and I'm obsessed with finding ways to optimize my workday. Today's episode is another mini episode where I share some interesting research from the world of science and psychology and hopefully turn that into something practical that you can use. So today we're talking about team collaboration in the remote working world. So look, building a great team, I think was hard enough when the office was a place where we all gathered and worked from. But now in this new reality of working from home, the majority of the time, helping your team collaborate effectively has become even more challenging, but all the more important. So I want to share with you three evidence-backed ways that you can turbocharge collaboration within your team. So firstly, hold meaningful meetings. Let me explain what I mean by that. Now, most meetings, I think, are like Dementors. Remember Dementors from Harry Potter? They suck the life out of us. This happens because most meetings are poorly prepared and inefficient. A survey of 38,000 people by Microsoft revealed that 69% of people feel meetings aren't productive. And research also suggests that 90% of us daydream in meetings and 73% of us use time in meetings to do other work. Huh? Yeah. Um, now, however, meetings play a critical role in team collaboration as a large amount of teamwork happens within them. And in addition, more than 15% of a person's job satisfaction is based on how happy they are with the meetings they attend. Now, quite a while ago, maybe a year ago, I had Brian Scudamore on the show, who is the founder and CEO of 1-800-GOT-JUNK in America. And he refuses to attend meetings unless they have a PAYO, which stands for Purpose, Agenda and Outcomes. So Brian explained to me on the podcast, he said that for every meeting, someone has to specify the purpose, the outcome and a brief agenda. And it doesn't matter if it's a 10 minute meeting or a one hour meeting. He basically says, if there's no payo, the meeting doesn't happen. Now to further aid in creating better meetings, give people clear roles. Every meeting needs a facilitator and a scribe. So nominate these up front. The facilitator's job is to ensure the discussion is kept on track and the intended outcomes of the meeting are achieved. And the scribe obviously takes notes on the critical points and maybe key decisions. And they might also be the person nominated with making sure that next steps actually happen. Now, finally, on the topic of meetings, given we spend so much time in them, so it is actually estimated that the average exec spends 23 hours per week in meetings, make sure that you invest time in training people, your fellow team members, perhaps how to conduct great meetings. Research has shown that only 25% of workers have received formal training in how to conduct effective meetings. Huh, no wonder they're so bad. Okay, the second strategy is I'm calling fight then unite. So great teams have great debates. University of California Berkeley management professor Morton Hansen who actually termed the phrase fight then unite, found that teams that are able to fight in that they have healthy and active debates and then unite, agree on a decision, are far more effective in achieving their outcomes. 
Uh, you might remember a few months ago, I had Paul Migliorini, who uh, at the time was head of Amazon Web Services for Australia and New Zealand. He talked to me about one of Amazon's 14 leadership principles, which is disagree and commit. So at Amazon, people are encouraged to have robust data-driven debates, but rather than strive for consensus, it's about finding the best solution for the customer. So Paul explained to me, he says that we shouldn't be mild about making decisions and we shouldn't be consensus-based because if we land on the wrong answer, it's gonna mean a bad outcome for the customer. So to have effective debate, Hansen, Morton Hansen, who I mentioned before, suggests showing up to every meeting prepared and having a point of view that is delivered with data and conviction. And I mean, that might sound obvious, but how often do you turn up to meetings unprepared? I think this happens quite a lot. But it's also critical in the meeting that you stay open to other views and ultimately let the best argument win, even if it isn't yours. Okay, the third and final tip I have for you is to practice disciplined collaboration. So in his book, Great at Work, Morton Hansen talks about this idea of disciplined collaboration and reminds us that the goal of collaboration is not collaboration. It's to achieve the goals that have been set for the team. More collaboration does not always lead to better outcomes. So instead, Morton recommends being disciplined with collaboration. People obviously need to avoid working in silos and under collaborating, but equally people need to avoid collaborating with others unnecessarily. So to decide whether or not to collaborate, start by working out whether there's a compelling reason for the proposed collaboration. If there isn't, stop right there. But if there is, make sure that there's a unifying goal that is set that excites the team. And finally, reward the results, not the activities that are driven by the collaboration. So by following these three strategies, you'll have turbocharged the way your team collaborates in the remote working world. And if and when your team does eventually head back to the office, effective collaboration will feel like a walk in the park. That is it for today's show. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you feel there's some useful stuff in there, maybe for the team that you work with or maybe for a friend of yours that is struggling with maybe their team's behavior, why not share this episode with them? And finally, if you're enjoying how I work, I'd love it if you can leave a little review, maybe a star rating or maybe a few words in Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to this from because uh, it is awesome to get feedback from listeners. So thank you very much if you have done that or if you plan to do that. So that's it for today's show and I will see you next time.